There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on WYSL. That's right, guys, where you're getting what you need to make decisions in your day, daily life stuff. This is what we're doing here now. We're seeing a lot of stuff going on, but remember yesterday we had our, our um, a new insurrection. Yeah, we had uh, October 18th became the new insurrection day. It's no longer J6. It's the 600 or 300 or... How many people got arrested yesterday in the Capitol? That's a thing. And so now you have to wonder, are we going to be able to get the truth out about this? Because see, here, here's what I'm saying is that when you have J6ers who are sitting in solitary confinement today over something where the doors were opened and they walked through, they didn't destroy anything, they didn't capture anything, they didn't take anything over. Uh, yesterday, people that were, you know, Hamas supporters or Palestine Palestine, Palestine supporters, Israel supporters. This thing, it actually became a real insurrection. They did truly stop congressional proceedings. And so my problem is, is are they going to be arrested and detained and all those things? Now, I don't think they should be. I get it. You know, they have the right to redress their grievances. But wait, were they redressing grievances with our government or they were just giving us our opinion about global impact? of uh, political stuff this is where there's a there's a dichotomy here right so why is it that we have this situation where you know these guys are they gonna so they come in they're not talking about their election being stolen they're not talking about ballots being counted correctly none of that it's just absolutely just them going in and saying hey we don't like things going on in the middle east okay but you're supporting Hamas or you're supporting Israel, but you're not really telling us what it is you're wanting to do. See, there's a this is where this whole thing kind of spins out. You gotta really look at the intent, right? You gotta understand that what are they doing it for selfless reasons? Are they doing this because they want the world to be a better place? Or are they doing this? You you follow the scenario I'm going under here. So when you think of, you know, the insurrection stuff, they talk about, well, these people actually were committing insurrection. Uh, they were stopping congressional proceedings. They were doing all the things. Uh, but as we go down this whole path, there is the lunacy, which is I'm not I have not been addressing the Israel thing too much because I believe it's the shiny object of things. Uh, you're a pedo in chief, a potato in chief, whatever you guys call him. Uh, he he wants to give another hundred billion dollars to Ukraine and Iran, or uh, sorry, Iran, <laughs> Freudian slip, uh, Israel. Well, it'll still end up in Iran's hand somehow. But the idea that we're going to give another hundred billion dollars, Israel is financially stable on their own. They don't need our help. They don't need our our charity. But are they being paid off so they don't snitch us out? So they don't tell the world about what we've really been doing and where we've been doing it. So we got to go in there and we got to play ball, hurry up, throw some money at it. And then this whole thing will quiet down. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're I mean, they got they got you got Syria involved now. you got all these different places going on. So my problem is, is that this is a 
ongoing problem. Now, it does not look like uh, Sleepy Joe actually uh, was, you know, he he's made it. I think he's making it back. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not tracking this guy. What do I really care? I don't, this guy is not my, my priority, obviously. I'm not his. So I guess it's a, it's a mutual relationship. But to say that he's out there or he's made it back to America, don't know, don't care, moving on, right? But this is the thing where if he would have gone over there, then some stuff that like the Ukrainian company linking Hunter Biden to uh, that. See, Ukrainian company linked to Hunter Biden sought D.C. lawmakers uh, meetings. And so this is a big deal here. Ukrainian energy company Burisma Holdings intended to convene with U.S. congressional representatives in Washington, D.C. following a dismissal of the Ukrainian chief prosecutor. A move urged by then Vice President Joey, uh, you know, Joey Saka, Saka nothing, Biden, uh, as per the memo from September. During spring 2016, Burisma compensated Hunter Biden. You know who Hunter is. He's Joe's son. 80 grand a month. This was around the time when Victor Shokin, the Ukrainian prosecutor general, was removed under Biden's influence. Following Shokin's ouster, Burisma anticipated uh, sessions with two, um, I'm sorry, anticipated sessions with two senators and a House representative as disclosed by the House Ways and Means Committee. Lobby agency Blue Star Strategies intended to, this is, this right here, this one paragraph, this this right this one paragraph right here during spring 2016 Burisma compensated Hunter Biden 80 grand a month and his dad got uh, Victor Shokin fired that right there is a prid pro quo I hate prid pro quo I hate dossier those are the two words those things that just the prid pro quo I know is a phrase but why can't we just say you know a bribery scheme right we have to say prid pro quo this is exactly treason. This is exactly impeachable offense. This is exactly what they were trying to hide when they were yelling everything at Trump about how he did a prid pro quo with Ukraine. And what's weird is I need to think about this in a different way, even myself. I mean, I, I'm trying to to muddle through the swamp water here too. I'm trying to I'm trying to find you know some good swamp water to drink, not the the dark, smelly swamp water. I'm trying to you know, discern this. When they accuse us of doing something, that's the subject we should seek out in them. Does that make sense? So when we when we hear them say, Russia, 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 well, Russia did, I, I, Jim Price here on the Dr. Light Show, WYSL, it is October 19th, 2023, I will tell you, Russia did interfere with part of the election in 2016 what did they what part did they influence what part did they affect they affected the cheaters that's why nancy pelosi hillary clinton gavin newsom you know bill uncle barry they all came out like russia interfered russia it was those russians oh russia 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 they 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 made sure that Trump won. Yeah, they did. Guys, we need to we need to change how we say that. Because they absolutely did 
They did influence the election because they stopped the cheating machine from putting in the cheated ballots. And in 2017, we would have been in full-scale war. Guys, we would have never had the, the Mexican beer flu, the coronavirus that we were all supposed to die from. Because we'd have been in World War Three, like physical. That was the intent. But Russia did interfere. I, I have to go out there and say, yes, Russia interfered with the establishment's plan to steal the election. You're exactly right. That's ex- you're exact. Yes, you're exact. Yes, yes, you're ex- yes, you're exactly right. I yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. No, I, I yeah, I get it. But the sad part of this is, is that yes, Russia stepped in. They put their foot in the way of the door shutting on this constitutional republic. When everybody's out there railing on Uncle Pootie, talking about how Uncle Pootie's a bad guy and he's uh, you know, that shirtless horse riding character over there, he's just a uh, he's all into himself. Why did he, why was it so important for him to let Trump in there? Why was that okay? Why was it he wanted because he saw that the demise of America would be the demise of the world? But we have to be honest with ourselves, folks. Not every person that we label as bad is bad. Not every person that we label as being horrific has, is oh, is horrific in every area of their life or that kind of stuff. I mean, but how many times have we been told by the legacy media, the old has-been media, the guys who can't get the views that some influencers do on their podcasts? Those guys were out there telling you Uncle Pootie's bad, right? They told you that he was the one to fear. Oh. Those communists, those, oh, those horrible communists. Well, what's what's the problem with Uncle Pootie? He has outlawed color, colors in, in artificial coloring and foods. He's outlawed GMO'd engineered grains. He's outlawed glyphosate, another type of, of bio-killing uh, uh, chemicals onto the crops and onto the foods. I mean, this guy has gone out of his way to put medicine the food that turned food back into medicine that heals our body, that aids our body in the repair of itself. There's things that are going on that I don't think you guys understand that we're really not, we're not on the right side of history on this. Now, we could be amazing and we could be anything we want. But at the end of the day, we have to be careful that we don't fall into the shiny objects of stuff. We gotta be careful that you know we don't go out there and say, "Oh, those old Russians, they grew blew up the Nord Stream pipeline." Oh, Uncle Pootie's a bad guy. He's trying to destroy a democracy. Uncle Pootie is not a bad guy, and yes, he's trying to destroy democracy because democracy, by definition, is elected leadership in a constitutional republic. It's elected servants. So by definition, he is actually supporting our constitution more than the thin blue line in our own country. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, I meant that. We'll talk about that more at the commercial break here at WYSL. Be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. Oh, yeah. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, just going through this stuff with the Bidens again, I... 
Okay, well, let's just go back to, let's try to explain this in ways that your mind's eye can understand this. The Bidens are not the criminals that we want. They're the easy, low-lying fruit that they're throwing at you. They keep throwing Biden stuff out there because they don't want you to talk about Aunt Hillary and Uncle Bill. They don't want uh, Uncle Barry and and uh, Uncle Mike stuff coming out. Now, Uncle Barry and Uncle Mike have been married for a long time, and they got a lot of stuff, but now there's problems with even Uncle Barry's uh, chef being uh, executed or killed or drowned or whatever it is they call it. I'm not sure. You'll have to explain that one to me. How do you... You drowned in a, a kiddie pool, but I'm I'm being a little facetious here. Eight feet of water for a man that's over six foot tall is really not that deep. You can bounce off the bottom. You don't have to do that. But by the way, why would you be on a paddleboard in the middle of the lake if you were terrified of water or had no way of actually... Oh, wait, because he had already taken swimming lessons and already proved his proficiency in swimming, unless, unless he wasn't cognitive. And then I don't... Yeah, there's still more to come out. But by the way, let me go with this. So in a... um. Let's go back to this. The uh, let's see where it talks about uh, this Democrat uh, Republican or oh, a Democrat Ohio Ohio. I'm gonna try it again. English is my first language here. Democrat Ohio Representative Marcy Cap uh, Capter. I don't know what, how. We're just gonna call her Marcy. Was on Burisma's agenda. Uh, what? But it was later uh, clarified that. No such interaction took place. Additionally, meeting with Hunter Biden in Washington, D.C. was plotted on March 31st, but details surrounding the occurrence remain unclear. Records indicate that Hunter Biden received $83,333 monthly from Burisma, regardless of his experience in the energy domain and Ukraine matters. What I was talking about in this is a um, that this person that this rendezvous, I'm sorry, this rendezvous, with Ohio Representative Marcy, this was a this is where the details kind of fade off in the written stuff. These people wrote a lot of their crimes down, and I don't I don't know if you guys have watched any type of criminal movie or whatever, but you know watch uh, watch out where your fingerprints go, saliva, hair, body fluids, and then stop writing down your crime that you're going to commit. I mean, I don't know how these people like. This is where this kind of shows me that this is the shiny object they want you to see because there is so much documentation right in front of our face. I mean, they're truly documenting all of this. Like, they're documenting, like, oh, here's what I'm going to do, and then at 8.42, I'm going to do this, and at 9.15, I'm going to do that, and at 10.23, I'm going to do this. This tells me that they don't want you talking to Aunt Hillary, Uncle Bill, Uncle Barry or Uncle Mike. Now, the tiff between Uncle Mike and Uncle Barry, that's a long time thing. And we know that they've had a hard time dealing with each other over the years. I mean, especially since, you know, there was no photographs of Uncle Mike and his pregnancy. So this is a, you know, maybe there's something else out there. But I'm going to tell you right now, the guys that we keep getting thrown, (coughs) the people that we see out there in front, those are the shiny objects. Look further than that. Look into what's really going on there because I think that that's what we should be paying attention to. I look, I like to look, when I look at a picture, especially like some of these, uh, some of these war torn photos. The other day I was looking at this photo in Israel of a car that supposedly was in a war. 
And I look at the buildings all behind it. I look at the landscaping and the trees and the windows, and none of the windows are blasted out. None of the trees are on fire. None of the grass has been affected. But this car looks like it was T-boned. It looks the side facing the camera. It was all bashed in like someone T-boned this. Well, it looks like a car accident to me because the car was in the middle of the street. It wasn't parked in a parking lot. Like, remember the uh, remember the hospital that was supposed to have been gotten blown up and then the truthers got involved and then they found out that it wasn't a hospital and oops, we didn't we didn't mean to say 500 people died in a hospital. Oh, uh, we were just kidding. Oh, uh, wag the dog. Guys, this is what I'm talking about. When you think about the Israeli stuff where there's this car that looks like it's been T-boned, it's on fire, but nothing else is on fire around it. Look at the picture and look behind what they're trying to show you. When the lady comes running down the, the alleyway, Towards the cameraman, where all this dust is billowing, and she's carrying her child. Looks like the child was like 8 to 12 years old. Uh, that lady comes running straight at the camera and making heavy eye contact with the camera lens. This is the kind of stuff that doesn't make sense. I mean, you're not going to run towards the cameraman. And why is the cameraman not running? Why is he the only brave guy? You mean this guy's got you know ice in his veins? Like he's like a... X, you know, Green Beret, X SEAL Team 6. I mean, what are we talking about here? But he's going to stay there with a steady camera filming that. None of this makes sense. None of these shiny objects are shown. But look at the picture behind it. Look at the, the sky. Look at the sun. Look at the shadows. Look at how things really are. So like when I talked about back in February, when the potato in chief went to Ukraine, now, this is where, again, this doesn't make sense. If I'm a Secret Service agent, why would I take and fly the president across the, the, the Atlantic Ocean and then stop, refuel, then fly close to Ukraine, then get on a train at, in Ukraine, and then ride in an old 1950s, 1960s train car for three hours across war-torn Ukraine to then meet the Ukrainian president and his wife in a Toyota 4Runner, a white Toyota 4Runner, when all the Secret Service are wearing different shirts, different pants. They all look like they're just right out of some, you know, security company you called locally to run security for an executive. Nobody in matching anything. Heck, I, guys, if I asked, if I called right now to a security company locally and I said, hey, I need a security detail, they're probably going to show up all in the same shirts, same pants. They're going to have the same ball caps on. But no, our Secret Service rode in a train car with Mr. Potato uh, across the country for three hours where Russia's bombing and running missions and flights and sorties, all these different, you know, doing all this kind of military stuff, right? And he's going to ride across there. And he's going to go in there. And then when he gets out of there, and I checked the weather, it was thirty degrees and 32 degrees and snowing. The day before, the day of, and the day after his visit, it was 30 degrees and snowing, fully cloud-covered. When that guy pulled up in the Toyota Forerunner, there was no wet on the concrete. There was no ice or snow in the corners of the buildings, no, no clouds in the sky. He gets out of the white Toyota Forerunner. Yes, a white Toyota Forerunner. Yes, the little one. Not the big SUV. No, none of that. Just the little one. He gets out, and he doesn't even have a coat on. He's just got his suit jacket and high water pants. And he walks over and he shakes Zelensky's hand and he shakes the wife's hand and goes, how are the children? 
Guys, when I tell you to check out the back of the look, look beyond the shiny object in the front of the picture, but look at the surroundings around the picture. There's so much of the story to be told in that. And now I'm, what I'm doing is I'm going to trail back to this story with Ukraine and with the Bidens. I believe the Bidens are the shiny object. They're not the bait. They're, they're the, the distraction. The real prize, the real prize is really going after the Clintons, after the Soroses, after the Nancy Pelosi's. All these people absolutely bloodline connected. These individuals have to be exposed for this. And this is a real thing. But when I talk about the thin blue line just before we went to commercial break, you guys got to figure out which side of the story you're going to be on. Which side are you going to be on? Are you going to be on our side? Are you going to be on the constitutional side? Or are you going to be on the establishment side? All right, guys, see you in a minute here. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Again, this is just me trying to... I guess undo the lies, undo the 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 dried spaghetti in the pot. I, this is the sad part of it is it's you know it's all so very interconnected, and so as we go through this, we know that there's going to be more of this stuff happening. We know that they're going to come out with this, but where do we come up with another uh, hundred million dollars? I, I oh, and I will refer to the Jordan, um, the jo- the Jim Jordan elections in the House. You know, this is just everybody trying to get their fingers in the cookie jar at the same time. They're all wanting their this. They're all wanting their that. Well, if I vote for you, what are you going to do for me? And it's like, golly, guys, this is not how this should work. But anyway, uh, so the Joe Biden, you know, the the uh, potato in chief in his black jacket with his blue and gray striped tie. Uh, nice to see that he can actually dress up a little bit here. Uh, he declared on Wednesday that the United States will provide $100 million in humanitarian aid to the West Bank and Gaza. Um, but what happened to the $100 billion? I thought we were doing $100 billion. I didn't realize we are just doing $100 million. Well, this one here is talking about he's going to bring humanitarian aid to West Bank and Gaza. Now, I have to ask you a question. Why are we doing that? Why are we doing humanitarian aid? Why are, I thought we were doing the, the drums of war. I thought that's what we were going after first. But let's see what he has to say here. President Biden stated, Today, I am also Jill's husband. Oh, wait, no, that's a different day. Today, I'm also announcing $100 million in new U.S. funding for humanitarian assistance in both Gaza and West Bank. This money will support more than 1 million displaced in the conflict affecting Palestinians, including emergency needs to Gaza. Well, that was nice of him. Biden mentioned his discussion with Israel cabinet, emphasizing the importance of assuring the humanitarian assistant re- assistance reaches the intended citizens in the Gaza Strip and not Hamas. Yeah, that, how do you differentiate that? Because Hamas is just a political group. I guess you go and look up their voter registration, and that's how you're able to figure that out. Um, so I guess let me be clear. If Hamas diverts or steals this assistance... They will have demonstrated once again that they have no concern for the welfare of the Palestinian people, and it will end. As a practical matter, it will stop the international community from being able to provide this aid. So, if we... <laughs> I mean, let me go ahead and... Can I interpret this? Can I interpret this? So, if, if we find out 
that the bombs and the missiles that are going into Israel are American-made, according to our press release. Those were stolen from Ukrainian forces by Russia, and then Russia sold it to Hamas. Remember, the political group in in this region is doing arms deals with Russia. That doesn't make any sense, does it? When I say it out loud and I slow speak it like that, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But right here he's saying, let me be clear, if Hamas diverts or steals this assistance, this will demonstrate once again that they have no concern for the welfare of the Palestinian people. Well, I thought Hamas was the Palestinian people. I, I guess I was, I, yeah, what do I know? Anyway, uh, let's see. Originally, uh, Biden's journey was slated to encompass a meeting in Jordan with uh, prominent leaders such as the Palestinian Authority President, uh, Majesty King Abdullah, and Egyptian President, whoever, right? Well, yeah, they don't want to do that anymore. So this is gonna be this is a good thing, right? Um, other countries in the region don't want to meet with us. That's not going to end well for us. That's a sad, sad deal. But that's again, this is what we're going to do. Um, so we're going to continue to be we're going to continue to be the wrong people on this. I, I guys, I don't. I keep repeating it. I, well, I, here, okay, let me do this. When you guys, when you guys are done playing this kind of politics and you stand up. They will stop doing it, and I will stop telling you that they're lying to you about this topic. But we don't stand up and say no. Well, we have another report coming out. The US, United States military is mobilizing more than 4,000 soldiers and Marines to assemble off of Israel's coast. This'll, this'll, this is great. Sure it isn't. The 26th Marine Expeditionary Unit which operates out of Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, is integrated with the Amphibious Task Force. The unit is equipped to execute broad range of missions, some of which are special operations. As of Monday, the USS Baton and the USS Carter Hall, two ships that ferry personnel from the units, were located in the Gulf of Oman. Huh, huh. This this will this will go great. Both had departed from Kuwait following Hamas's unprecedented cross-border assault on October fourth. Well, the things that we do for fun, right? Another vessel associated with this unit, the MS, I'm sorry, the USS Mesa Verde, Mesa Verde was navigating the Mediterranean Sea with plans to approach the vicinity of the Israeli coast, as related by defense. Officials, as relayed by defense officials. Now imagine this. We're taking a bunch of our boats, you know, little boop, boop, got the old American flag on it, you know, got Popeye the Sailor Man, that whole thing. Now we're just going to move some of these over there. We're not trying to piss anybody off. We're not trying to make you angry, folks. We're just trying to be ready in case anything happens. Oh, Hamas, Hamas, you know, that kind of thing. So again, this is what we have to deal with over and over again. We're going to go in there. We're going to start running the, the flagpole up. and so, so here we are. Um, and this is a still a problem for us where we continue to put ourselves in situations we shouldn't. Uh, a, little, a little discussion here. Nashville shooter manifesto remains under lock five months after uh, lawmakers considered new gun regulations. 
Now, the Tennessee legislation is kicking off a special session on Monday to potentially pass new gun reform legislation despite the Covenant School Shooters Manifesto still being withheld from the public. Now, guys, let me go out on a limb here and tell you about this manifesto or about this individual. One week prior to this exact private school, listen to my words here, one week, the weekend prior to the school shooting, the school participated in a simulated school shooting attack where they filmed for training purposes the entry the cornering and the uh, assault of the person shooting at school personnel and children. Now listen to me. Nashville Private School participated in a drill, a training drill, a video training drill of a school shooter the week prior to it. Now, why is it that the film footage of the individual entering the room where they last were seen alive as they were entering the room, when the, with the video footage, they had one pair of shoes on, looking completely different than the death scene from the body camera from the police officer? So why is it that we see on one piece of footage uh, that the shoes are this way, but in the other piece of footage, it's the other way? It sounds like bad editing. But the problem is, if you don't look at the surroundings behind this shiny object, you're never, you're never going to see the full picture. Just like the fact that we lost how many people in the, in the hospital bombing? Zero. Because it was a lie. Because wag the dog. Now we have a situation where we've got lawmakers running out to make sure we're going to do some more gun grab stuff. Because that's completely necessary. Republican Governor Bill Lee called for a special session on May 8th so that state lawmakers could pass a slew of bills regarding gun access to the public. And it's for public safety. Now, uh, over 100 pieces of legislation have been filed by lawmakers to consider, including a bill requiring gun owners to sign an affidavit uh, stating that their gun will be locked up when not being carried and another bill that would create a voluntary do-not-sell-firearms uh, list to individuals who have chosen to get treated for mental illnesses. So, the red flag law. So, do-not-sell list, meaning that if you've ever been given any type of mood-altering drug, any type of mood-altering drug, that you will be put on a do-not-sell-firearms list. That's what we're talking about here. And this is what individuals who have chosen to get treated for mental illness or emotional disturbance. If you get an antidepressant, if you take a Valium, if you take anything that is a mood-altering drug because you're having some tough times in your life and your doctor said, hey, you know, take this, you're going through a divorce, or you lost a child, you lost a parent, you know, you lost your job, here, why don't you go on this uh, Wellbutrin for six months? You're not going to be able to own a gun because you'll be on the do not sale firearms list. That's how that works. Uh, Lee announced his support of legislation that restricted access to firearms following the shooting, but did not receive the backing of his Republican colleagues. Well, there you go. Uh, he goes on to say, Our highest priority is to ensure a safer, healthier, and more prosperous future for all Tennesseans. Now, let me ask you a question. If the government was really here for your safety, if they were actually here doing everything they could to make you feel safe or make you a better person or make your make you healthier, 
then why do I have to have a water softener and a reverse osmosis water treatment plant in my house? Why is it you can't trust your own tap water? If the government was really here for your safety, if they really were trying, then why do we have Flint, Michigan, where they're still pumping toxic water to homes? Why is it that the water that's coming out of the pipes is not truly structured water that allows your body to absorb and heal itself faster than regular, quote-unquote, tap water? Why is it we're using ionized gassed chlorine going into the water? Why are we using fluoridine or fluoridide or fluoride? There's, those are, there's different ones. But why are we calling it pipe cleaner? Why do we need to keep putting this stuff into our, our water systems? And why do you say it's for my safety? If all this is really for my safety, then maybe you should stop shooting citizens. Maybe we should stop having to have all these crimes being committed by officers and politicians and bureaucracy. See, if you guys were really about this, you would be self-monitoring. You would be monitoring yourself so hard. The thin blue line would be telling on itself so much that we would just be tired of hearing about all the transparency they're giving us. But it's not about our safety. It's about your control. It's about controlling you. And this is what we have to talk about. We have to talk about the reality of what they're really doing to us here. And they always use this, it is our highest priority, very virtue signaling words, right? To ensure safer, healthier, and more prosperous future for all Tennesseans. Come on. And in pursuit of that goal, we welcome the opportunity to strengthen public safety. Opportunity to strengthen public safety? I don't feel unsafe against my average citizen. I don't feel unsafe to any of them. And if I do feel that way, then I can carry a firearm with me to make sure I'm able to defend those myself and those I love. That's it. But they're saying they're going to they're taking this opportunity to strengthen public safety and help those dealing with mental illnesses in this upcoming extraordinary season. These Proposals will create additional layers of support in critical times when it's needed most. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're going to strengthen public safety by dealing with mental illness in the upcoming extraordinary session? I'm sorry, I said season, didn't I? I said session. I, I meant to say session. This proposal will create additional layers to support its critical this critical time. Think about this. They keep using these fancy words. And I keep messing them up, so we're doing great here. I mean, obviously, English is a is a you know art form. But think about this: they're taking this tragedy that now we're finding out they mixed together the footage between the training videos and the actual event. So, did the actual event actually happen, or were they just mimicking the training video because they practiced to make sure that they had the maximum amount of victims or? victimize the ones that they wanted to to make sure they got the coverage they needed to be able to bring in more laws into Tennessee. I thought Tennessee was the whole, you know, we got it right. We're not going to do any of that limiting of our constitutional rights. I don't know. Anyway, that's how it goes. We do have a commercial break coming up here at WSYSL, guys. This is what we have to talk about. We have to undo their lies. We have to talk about this stuff in real time because it's that important. If you don't get it right... They're going to be messing with us. All right, guys, commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being here. And as we continue on down these 
these lines of lies and undoing what they seem to think is the truth, and we have to over-explain this over and over again. Uh, Gateway Pundit has an article out says 136 journalists, scientists, and intellectuals and others signed Westminster Declaration for Free Speech. Uh, the ability to express ideas openly has been a staple in democracy for centuries. Free speech is, of course, a First Amendment right in our own constitutional, constitutional republic. However, over the last several years, this right has been quickly eroded as social media and other big tech firms have obstructed people from seeing this. Now, I've uh, I've talked about this stuff with you know things that I've been doing and everybody else, but this this is a gateway pundit, Jim Holt. Hoft, I'm sorry, Jim Hoft, is one of the plaintiffs in Missouri versus Biden, a case currently Supreme Court uh, is Supreme Court bound, making that argument. In that case, a shocking discovery was made that the government deems their deems your thoughts as cognitive. <laughs> uh, in how do I say this? In fracture, fracture. I don't in. I don't. I don't know. Basically, you guys are idiots. <laughs> just, I don't know. I don't know how else to. You know, the government just believes that you guys don't know how to think, and it suggests that the, uh, their right to, oh, and it's their right to control it. So, oh, it's cognitive infrastructure. That uh, infrastructure is that what they meant to say? All right. Since the censorship machine has been spun up, the Gateway Pundit has suffered losses resulting from bans and censorship on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We are still banned. From the former, so they can't be on Facebook, they can't be on YouTube, and they can't be on Twitter. I can't be on YouTube. My Twitter is blacklisted. You can find it, but I cannot gain followers. I cannot gain traction on any of my stuff. I've been so blacklisted on Twitter since it was uh, January ninth, twenty twenty one, when all that happened. I uh, it was a couple days after January sixth that I lost all my followers, and I basically, no matter what I put out there, nothing ever spreads out there. Uh, as discovered in the Twitter files, governments, including our very own, have found a way to subvert that right by opening up backdoor channels and comms with special uh, with social media uh, conglomerates and nonprofits. They censor Americans for what they deem to be mis or disinformation regarding elections, COVID, and ensuing vaccines. Now, think about this: they don't care if I talk about the moon landing fake. Uh, they don't care really about 9/11. They don't care if I say that you know we we didn't win the Second World War. They don't talk about that. But if I talk about the shots, the government chemicals, if I talk about the elections, if I talk about their medical tyranny, if I talk about those things, yes, that's when I see my numbers drop exponentially. And it's kind of crazy to think when I go over to Clout Hub. Clout Hub is C L O U T. HUB.com, cloudhub.com. I go over there. I get anywhere from 5,000 to 15,000, 20,000 views on my shows. Okay? I do a show every day at 4 p.m. Central, thejimpriceshow.com, the daily update. And I do that by myself every day. Now, Facebook, I get 50, 60, 100 views, you know, on my different uh, pages I have. So, I mean, I'm getting maybe two, 300, maybe 400 cum- cumulatively on Facebook. But then Twitter, I get zero views, and I'll even watch the video myself to prove the point to make sure that at least one person watched it, and it'll still show like zero views. Lately, I've been getting like 10 views or 12 views or 6 views, but what's really weird is I've got, you know, it shows I have over 3,000 followers, and that number, I lose 2 to 3 a day 
I gain two to three a day. I, I, am, I am a person that people like to follow, but they unfollow people all the time. And this is lining up with the Gateway Pundit's claim in this lawsuit, which is Missouri versus Biden. Um, so it goes on to say, whether it be the relationship between the Department of Homeland Security uh, and a nonprofit known as the Center for Internet Security to both shore up security for elections and flags post for censorship. See, so they're able to go in, these, this, non, this NGO, the non-government organization, and the Department of Homeland Security, they get to go in and they get to flag things that they deem to be unnecessary, and then we pay the penalty for that. Now, why? Why can't we just talk about it? If we're so wrong, if I'm so wrong, if I'm so wrong in saying the government chemical is bad for you, then that's my opinion. That's my choice to say that. And you can choose to listen to it or you can choose not to listen to it. You can you can build from there or decline from there. I don't care, right? But here's I, I should be able to say those things freely and without having to look over my shoulder and wonder if they're going to say anything. Because that's why I always call it the government chemical. That's the That was my version of you know everybody saying the jab and all this. I always said government chemical. And even though I use government chemical, they still find a way to censor me. Because it is a government chemical. We paid for it by with the government, with our tax dollars, for this chemical that they said they developed within nine months, which I actually have email evidence that they were playing with the COVID-19 vaccine back in 2014 at Fort Riley, injecting soldiers there. So yeah, that's a real thing. But anyway, it says uh, now a group of 136 uh, of uh, a group of 136 journalists, uh, intellectuals, scientists, and others have signed the Westminster Declaration, which calls on governments to uphold the Universal Declaration of Human Rights (UDHR) and to refrain from censoring political motivated politically motivated speech, dissenting voices, and political opinion. And so uh, the signers include journalist Matt Tabibi. Uh, Michael Schellenberger, Wiki, uh, WikiLeaks Julian Assange, actor Tim Robbins, whistleblower Edward Snowden, Jordan Peterson, and Professor uh, Jay, I don't know how to say the last name. And this is actually pretty powerful that these guys are all willing to be a part of that. Uh, so anyway, it says, the Westminster Declaration in part reads, Across the globe, government government actors, social media companies, universities, and NGOs are increasingly working to monitor citizens and rob them of their voices. These large-scale coordinated efforts are seen, uh, sometimes referred to as the censorship industrial complex. Uh, this complex, complex often uh, operates through direct government policies, which we saw in the Twitter files. We saw that our own FBI and other three-letter agencies had offices in Twitter inside the building. We had government agents that we've sent through government agent school to go and sit in the Twitter building to then have access to the Twitter machine to then censor. But then we also gave other agencies across the globe and across this country backdoor accesses. They gave them their own app. They gave them their own app. Listen to what I'm saying. They gave them their own app to go in and monitor, shadow ban, tweak, flag, whatever they want to do to anything on Twitter, on Facebook, and others. And yes, the Facebook CEO has gone up and said that they absolutely do go in and manipulate the dashboard. They can't stop the spread. They can't stop it when I had 10.2 million on Facebook. 
No, no. What they did was they slide the dashboard over so it looks like it's 102,000. So you move that decimal point over two, and you don't look as influential, right? You don't look as popular. So if you had 10 million people, well, if I make you look like you only had 100,000, well, then see, you see the math there? But I have this happened to me back in 2019 and 2020. It still happens today. This is what we deal with, folks. And we know this to be factual that Facebook has been fully involved with this whole thing. So you guys remember, when we talk about make sure and keep talking, keep sharing, keep liking, go out there and do your best to keep this movement going, keep doing this. That is absolutely essential to beat these guys at their own game. You can overwhelm the algorithm if you like, share, and comment as often as possible. If you go out there and make sure that this is a part of your daily routine and you make sure that everybody hears this. I've got a guy over in Washington. He's building building semi trucks and he has his shop radio set to this show wysl when during the dark delight show he purposely turns the dark delight show on so the entire shop hears us he also makes sure that when i do my afternoon show that his entire shop hears my show as well because that's how important it is to him and there goes guys agree with this but he's making sure that the voice is echoing he's keeping the message moving and what are you guys doing to do that? What are you guys? Are you guys a part of the solution, or are you guys part of the problem? All right, guys, thank you so much for being here. WYSL, it's been a great day to have you here. I will be off tomorrow. I'm traveling to Washington, where I'll be speaking at an event on Saturday. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys on Monday. Bye bye.